0: Listening
1: to the Abide Podcast. To
0: find out more about Abide, go to abidechurchfl.com
1: and enjoy today's message.
0: Yeah, come on. Can we just one more time just thank Jesus for being in the room? Yeah, we love you, Jesus. Say, Jesus, thank you. Say, Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, you are here right now. We thank you for your presence. We thank you that you're already speaking, you're already moving since the moment we walked in and even before we were here you were here and so we're not welcoming you you've welcomed us holy spirit so we want to respond to your presence come on just pray for a few moments with me open your mouth come on we want to respond to the presence of the lord the unction of holy spirit the words of the holy spirit the tugging of holy spirit in this moment we say lord do whatever you want to do say what you ever, whatever you want to say touch whatever you want to touch there's no area off limits this morning Come on, let's just take a few moments and open up our hearts. Holy Spirit, there's no limits this morning. You can address whatever you want to address. You can touch whatever you want to touch. The deepest, darkest areas, you want to bring us out of the pit, out of the miry clay, Lord. Set us on firm foundations, Holy Spirit. Lead us into life. Lead us into joy. Lead us into peace. Lead us into power. Come on. Come on. Would you pray for a few more moments? Lead us into peace, joy, righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Lead us into power. We ask for your power to fall. Even right now, Lord, we're not waiting for an altar call. We are the altar. We say fall on the altar of our hearts in this moment in the name of jesus oh yeah in jesus name amen oh my gosh i already do you feel the lord right now do you feel holy spirit i just want to invite you in this moment i just want you to lean into what the lord is doing we're not here to hear a cute sermon i'm not cute anyway when i preach you guys know that i'm about to probably gonna insult half y'all in the room anyway it's all good Listen, I want us to lean in. What I love about the Lord is he's not waiting until the 30-minute message is over to touch your life. He's not waiting for the 12-minute window that we stick around after the preaching is done. He starts touching immediately when we start to gather together. He begins to touch and heal. This is why you see people begin to cry with tears and jump and shout. It's not because the worship team is fire, even though they are. It's because Holy Spirit, he has access. Come on, and the Holy Spirit is willing to touch anybody that will open themselves up to receive from him. I don't know about you i want to live from the perpetual place of being open to receiving from holy spirit come on holy spirit is a good leader do you believe holy spirit is a good leader you ever been under a bad leader before there's a difference come on somebody you know when you're under a bad leader you mumble you gripe you complain you pray that somebody the lord will send somebody else because you're tired of working under that boss you ever been there and then because you didn't love them the way you're supposed to the lord sends somebody worse and then you got to pray even harder come on somebody Holy Spirit is a good leader. And so I just love over the last X amount of weeks we've been talking about Holy Spirit. Because I really believe this, that we need a people that are in tune with God the Spirit. I need you to understand, Holy Spirit is not a good force. He's not the wind. He's not the heebie-jeebies and the goosebumps and you praying in tongues while gossiping the next 30 minutes. Come on, Holy Spirit is a friend. He is God. He's not God's minion. Holy Spirit is God the Spirit. And he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. And so I'm so grateful for what has been released over the last couple of weeks. And I feel like the Lord is leaning us into the leadership of the Holy Spirit in this moment. I want us to just ask ourselves, how much are we led by the Holy Spirit? Like if we were to look at the major decisions in our lives, how much would we say that this decision was because the Lord led me to it? Or do we think that we're smarter than him? Listen, I don't want to try to outsmart Holy Spirit. His ways are above my ways. His thoughts are above my thoughts. Holy, some of you need to humble yourself and say, Holy Spirit, you are much smarter than me. You are much wiser than me. And He's gentle and He's powerful. I love that Holy Spirit, He can be as gentle. He's like water. He can be gentle like a kiddie pool and He can come like a tidal wave. And He can shake things up and He can wake things up. I'm believing Holy Spirit wants to wake some of us up today. Would you say, Amen? Come on, if that's you, just say, Holy Spirit, wake me up. It's not a bad prayer. Listen, I'll be in this room sometimes. Y'all, listen, y'all think it's all glitz and glamour. We're in this prayer room 42 hours a week, Monday through Friday. We've got once a month all Spanish intercession. Come on, somebody. I'll be in here praying for the download from the Lord. I'm going to speak Spanish one day. And listen, there are moments where I'm weeping and I'm crying on the floor and I'm shouting and I'm getting breakthrough and healing. And then there's some moments that are just kind of mundane, I've realized that I build my capacity in the Holy Spirit in the mundane moments. Because anybody can go to a good concert and feel good for a few moments. But if that does not carry over into your everyday life, you're just on an emotional roller coaster. And listen, I don't want to be led by my emotions. I've been led by emotions for too long Can somebody agree with me this morning. I've been led by, how many of us can just admit we've been led by emotions and said it was the Holy Spirit? Come on. Oh, well, the way he looks at me and the way he be texting me late at night, I feel this is the Lord. It's not the Lord. It's your flesh, girl. Come on. That's not the Lord. Stop playing. The Lord's leading me out of this season at this job. No, he's not. You're just always late, and they're about to fire you. Come on, somebody. We got to be led. Come on. We got to be led by the Spirit of God. You know what Romans 8? You can turn to Romans 8 in your Bible. You know what Romans 8:14 says? come on it's a pop you said no pastor tyler golly (laughs) touch him lord (laughs) reveal the scriptures (laughs) for those that are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god we love that it's one of my favorite ones to recite because i really believe that you can tell if somebody is a son by the way that they are led by the spirit the fruit of the leadership of the holy spirit in your life looks like something if your life listen, let me tell you this. If your life is routine and boring, you're not following Holy Spirit. Can I be honest with you? If you if your life if you know what you're gonna do every single day when you wake up, who you're gonna talk to, where you're gonna go, what you're gonna eat, when you're gonna go to sleep, and there is no variety, listen, you better jump in with the Holy Spirit. He will take you on an adventure. Come on, my life has not been boring since July 28, 2013. I've been saved for almost 10 years now, and I feel like the moment I got saved, the Lord just strapped me to a rocket and said, hold on. Yeah. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? Like, he will lead us into places we can never think, ask, or imagine. Yeah. But I love this about Holy Spirit is he doesn't just pick up our mess and say, come on, we'll, we'll, we'll forget about that. Holy Spirit wants to deal with the mess. Come on. And I believe this, that before Holy Spirit leads us to something, he wants to lead us out of something. Do you believe that? What I love about Romans 8:14 is it talks about us being led by the spirit and the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father. But you know what the whole verse, the whole chapter talks about before it says those that are led by the spirit? It talks about overcoming sin. Come on. Romans 8, let's go to it. Overcoming sin. Who wants a prophetic word right now? I got a prophetic word for the church. Holy Spirit wants to deal with your sin. Anybody receive that this morning? Praise the Lord. Romans 8, 1. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. I love, I love, I love Romans 8, chapter 1, but sometimes we read it like 1A and 1B, and we like to forget part B. There's a requirement. Can you say Amen. There's a requirement. What's the requirement? Walking according to the Holy Spirit and not of the flesh. I believe that if we're not careful, we'll read verses like that and we'll yes and amen and we will continually be led by our flesh, not the Holy Spirit and wonder why we're in the messes that we're in. And I believe this that Holy Spirit is giving us the grace and the power in this season to say no to the things that we have struggled with for years. It's time to be broken from the bondages that you've been stuck in for years. The cycles of sin, Holy Spirit's breaking them today. I don't know about you, but I get mad when I catch myself in a cycle. If I'm responding the same ways, if I'm going to the same things, I'm breaking that by the power of the Holy Spirit today. Come on. He wants to deal with that thing. He wants to change your lip. Who in here likes McDonald's? Praise the Lord. Pastor Tyler loves him some McDonald's. Let me let me share let me share what McDonald's did to my life. (laughs) In 2016, I was a youth pastor up in by Gainesville. Praise the Lord, (laughs) and I was on that youth pastor budget. Y'all know that youth pastor budget? Y'all want to know that youth pastor budget? Come on, somebody. And so when you want to you know when you balling on a budget, you know what I'm saying, McDonald's becomes very appealing. I can get 10 nuggets. You got a deal today and the fries for $4? What? We about to eat good, girl. (laughs) We about to eat good. Let me tell you what McDonald's did to me, y'all. 2016, I weighed 165 pounds. That's January 2016. I ate McDonald's like I lived there for a year and a half. I was busy, I was running around, doing all the stuff you're supposed to do to, you know, be a good pastor, blah, blah, blah. July 2017, when we left Alachua, I was 190 pounds. Increase. That's the kind of increase you don't want. That's the kind of increase where you you try to buckle your kid into the car and then you run out of breath. And I said, I've got to change something about this. This don't fit well with me. And so I remember I was going on a journey of getting out of my McDonald's addiction, and I lost all the weight. Somebody say amen. amen. But I realized in the midst of, like, me weaning myself off of that terrible food, praise the Lord, that, that my appetite began to change. And so I'm not saying I don't ever eat it. I barely do. And when I do, I'm typically like, oh, why would I just eat that cardboard? Stuff tastes like cardboard. Come on, somebody. But I realized that in the process of me separating myself and denying myself that my appetite began to change. And I just started to realize that there's something that happens in the spirit realm where you allow Holy Spirit to lead you out of that thing that you crave so much, lead you out of that thing in your flesh that you can't say no to, that you're bound to, and it's just adding extra unnecessary weight in the spirit and in your life. And you say, man, like, I I used to wonder, why am I so tired? Why am I so mad? Why why do I have all these mood swings? You want to know why you're tired and depressed? It's because you've got a bunch of stuff on you that you don't need to you got a bunch of stuff in your spirit that Holy Spirit wants to turn on the faucet and wash out. He's establishing a new plumb line in the hearts of his church. He is raising the standard. And he's saying the sin that we used to deal with before, it can't take place anymore. He wants to change your appetite. Say, Holy Spirit, change my appetite. Come on, I want to feed on a new thing. I want to eat of a new thing. I want to drink of a new well. I'm tired of drinking muddy waters. I want living water. And I've come to realize I've got to get into this word. I've got to get into prayer. Because if I, want to be li- if I want to be led by the spirit, I've got to be fed by the spirit. Come on, I want to ask you, what are you partaking of? What are you eating of? What are you drinking of? What are you consuming? Well, Marcus, my diet isn't that bad. Maybe your diet's not that bad, but that show you watch is. No, you'll understand, Marcus. It's got, it's got a little bit of nudity, but the plot is amazing. The plot is sin. Come on. Can we raise the bar? Can we raise the standard? Listen, I'm not compromising and I'm not negotiating with what the Lord determines holy and what He does not determine holy. I'm gonna stop feeding my flesh. I started watching this show, I don't watch much TV, but I started watching this show on Netflix and the plot was fire. Like it was dope. I was hung on to the edge of my seat. Then there was this one scene that came up and I had a moment, I had a split second to make a decision. Do I keep watching it and say, oh, it's not that big of a deal? That doesn't tempt me? Or do I say, no, there's a standard? I had a split second. In that split second, I had to exit out, turn on some worship music, said, well, it's me and you, Holy Spirit. Let's do this thing. Those split second decisions will determine if you are led by Holy Spirit or not. Holy Spirit doesn't present you something and give you a couple of weeks to think about it. I got saved in one week, and the next week the Lord said, all right, you need to give your life and drop everything for the gospel. I said, excuse me? First off, I didn't even know you could talk, Holy Spirit. I thought you just made me feel good. You know, Holy Spirit talks, right? He speaks, and he's looking to speak to his people and lead his people, that his people would follow him. I want to be led by him. I want to follow what he's saying. And I'm tired of following all the other stuff. I'm tired of following the emotions. I'm tired of following the paycheck. Can I tell you one of the greatest weapons against the church community? Overtime. Come on. I got to provide for my family. Do you not believe the Lord provides? Let me tell you, I was in a season one year. I was in a season of my life for one year where I could not get a job, no matter how no matter how hard I tried. And every single job that would present itself, I had to work Sunday. And again, split second decisions do I take. I gotta provide for my family. But the Lord said this. And I said, I'm just not going, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna not be at church. Amen. Can I tell you for almost a whole year the Lord provided? And then the first door that opened up was for me to do some ministry stuff. I'm not saying everybody's called to do that. What I'm saying is this those paychecks are tempting i'm not saying don't get your money i'm not saying don't provide but there comes a line where i understand i don't serve mammon come on the god of mammon will rule you if you allow it to what what thing is ruling your life and pulling you and tempting you and trying you to get all of your attention we've got to get our eyes off of the stuff at eye level come on jesus said he lifted his eyes to the father i lift up my eyes to the hills there's a lifting of the eyes that Holy, Holy Spirit is grabbing us by the chin and saying, you need to look higher than where you're looking. You need to stop looking at the bills and look at the throne. Come on. I'm not saying the bills aren't real. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you get a higher perspective of who the Lord is, you will be amazed. You'll be amazed how Holy Spirit will lead you and provide for you, and it won't make any sort of natural sense. Can I tell you, Holy Spirit is the most, he is the wisest and the least logical. Can you agree? He is the least logical because if you write down the plan that Holy Spirit tells you, it won't make sense. And you got to make a decision. Do I want to follow him or do I want to follow man's wisdom? Come on, because he will use the foolish things. Come on. He uses the foolish things to confound the wise. I believe Holy Spirit, he wants to lead us out of sin. And one of the things I've realized is when I'm struggling with sin, I'm going to give you two of the most powerful prayers ever. It's going to change your life. You ready? Say, Holy Spirit help me that's a, that's it right there y'all are waiting for more words and more wisdom lord help me holy spirit help me he's faithful to come in and clean you up and usher you out of that thing that you are tied to and attached to i always tell people if you're if you're like in the midst of like you're like oh, i'm about to do that thing i said i'd never do again you want to know how to get out of that place pray in the spirit The the moment you feel yourself being tempted, I want to encourage you, pray in the Spirit. It builds your inner man, it edifies your inner man, and it weakens the power of the flesh in your (laughs) decision-making. Can we say amen? I just believe this. Like, if we would just press in, Holy Spirit, lead me in this moment. I believe if we would lean into the leadership of the Holy Spirit, we would spend more time following him than apologizing to him. Come on. I don't know about you, but I tried to live my life as far away from the Psalm 51 as I can. You know what that is? That's when David began to cry and weep and pray for forgiveness because he got caught with, you know who? Come on, somebody. He got caught being a peeping Tom, looking through them blinds. Bathsheba, if y'all don't know the story, praise the Lord. And so he's praying like, Lord, I need you to renew a right spirit within me, like cleanse my heart. And he says this, this is the most beautiful and scary thing he says please do not take your holy spirit from me this is a man who had the kingdom this is a man who had everything he wanted he didn't say lord just keep my ministry lord just keep my like i just please i don't want to lose my job over this lord if they find out they're not going to like it lord i don't want to use my strength i don't want to lose my power my anointing i don't want to lose my influence and no i don't want to lose holy spirit The worst thing in this planet you could lose is the Holy Spirit He is the greatest gift that God has given us outside of the sacrificial death and resurrection of Jesus for our sin and for our redemption I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus I'm thankful for the resurrection power the redemption and the imputing righteousness that 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 Jesus gives to us And I want to tell you outside of that the worst thing you could lose in this earth and in your life is the presence of the Holy Spirit You say Marcus can I lose him? I'd rather not try. I don't want to find out. Can we say amen? I don't want to try to find out. I want to be led by him and I want to be gentle with him because he's a dove. He falls like a dove. He's powerful, but let me tell you, he'll easily jump. not saying he's going to leave you, but all I know is this. The Bible says don't grieve him for a reason. What does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? It means to hurt somebody deeply who is deeply attached to you. I know this. I want Holy Spirit to lead me out of my sin so that he doesn't have to deal with my sin and watch me sin. Come on, you know what I'm talking about, right? There's certain things that we do that we think and we think we're alone, but you are never alone. If you are a believer, you are never alone. Holy Spirit is always with you. Let me tell you, you thought you were alone because everybody left the house, but Holy Spirit never left your house. (sighs) Did you hear what I just said? Holy Spirit never left your house. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do you know who you are carrying with you? Do you know who is residing on the inside of you? You've got the power of a nuclear bomb on the inside of you. You've got the power of healing on the inside of you, of breakthrough breaker anointing, power to heal. He's residing on the inside of you. And what happens when we sin and he's right there? Please don't take your Holy Spirit from me. I don't want to have to be going through the same thing in the same repentance. Some of us have been praying the same prayers of repentance. Lord, I'm going to do better next time. You can't do no better. That's why you need Holy Spirit. Can we say amen? amen. There's just certain things that I'm inclined to. And unless Holy Spirit helps me, it's just going to have to be a part of my life. And I realize that's not my portion. Some of you need to break the word curse over your life that you've spoken and said, well, that's just how I am. Well, that's just how my dad was. It's how my mom was. It just runs in the family. It ran into the family till it ran into me. Come on. I'm Holy Spirit's breaking generational curses. Come on. My children aren't gonna have to walk in the same things I walked in. My children aren't gonna have to walk in the same things that have gone down the bloodline. Everybody's got something, and I'm identifying it and I'm cutting it at the root so that, come on, the next generation can walk in power and in freedom. I want him to lead me into life. Yes. Let me read this verse, see, praise the Lord. Go back to Romans, please. Where is it? It's one of these verses. Shut up, I'll see. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. What are the things of the spirit? What are the things of the spirit? It's joy, it's life, it's peace and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit, and I believe this. One, one translation says that verse. It says that in the Spirit is life and in peace. He wants to lead us out of the sin so that he can lead us into the life, out of the sin and into the peace. And I want to tell you that looks. That may look a little bit crazy. There's some things you may have to change in your life. There's some patterns of thinking. There's some routines. There's some things in your life you're going to have to change if you want to step fully into into what the Lord has for you. It's the Jesus going into the wilderness. It's the Peter being led to Cornelius. Like he'll lead you in different areas. One of the most powerful representations of the Holy Spirit's leading is the cloud and the fire leading the children of Israel. Because you know what it says, right? It says every single day numbers chapter 9 let's just go to it praise the lord numbers chapter 9 let me just read this to you verse 15 actually i'm gonna go to verse 16 so it was always say always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night wherever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle and in a place where the cloud settled there the children would pitch their tent verse 22 i'm gonna skip down this is one of my favorite ones it says this I'm going to read 21 and 22, praise the Lord. So it was, when the cloud remained only from evening till morning, the cloud was taken up in the morning, they would journey. Whether by day or by night, wherever the cloud was taken up, they would journey. This is, this is, my, this is my favorite one here. Whether it was two days... A month or a year that the cloud remained above the tabernacle, the children of Israel remain encamped and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. What's it saying? I don't care how long it takes or how quick it is. When the Holy Spirit tells me to move, I'm going to move. I don't care if it's two days. I don't care if it's 12 years. If the Holy Spirit doesn't tell me to move in a particular situation, area. I'm not going. But best belief, when he moves, I'm going with him. I'm going with them, whether it's the fire that leads me or whether it's the cloud that leads me. I don't, I'm tired of be le, being led by the opinions of people. You ever have too many voices in your head? Everybody's got an opinion of how you should live your life, what you should do, how you should pay for this, where you should move to, where you shouldn't move to. And I love that the same people that have all these opinions don't want to pay none of my bills. I'm like, i you what, you start paying my bills and I will let you run the whole thing. Come on, somebody. I got five miles to feed and the women in my house are the biggest eaters. Come on, somebody. (laughs) That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Listen, I'm tired of listening to the opinions of other people. And I need us to silence the noise. Come on, somebody. Silence the noise of the opinions and the wisdom that's not really wisdom. It's just people's desire for your life. They try to mask his wisdom. I'm trying to break those voices so I can hear Holy Spirit clearly, see Holy Spirit clearly, so I can recognize when he's moving in a certain area of my life. There was a season in my life where we moved to Colorado for a whole year. And it came out of nowhere. We weren't expecting it, but the Lord said... And people said, why are you moving to Colorado? The Lord said. Well, what's out there? The Lord said. What are you going to do when you get there? The Lord said. Where are you going to go to work? The Lord said. And I remember that as we were wrestling, me and my wife, we were wrestling about, like, we know it's the Lord, but is it really? Like, that's crazy. It's halfway across the country. I don't know nobody. I know, well, I knew like one or two people. And there was this moment. I had somebody come and they gave me a word. And they said this. The longer you stay here, the worse things are going to get because the Lord, the cloud has started to move. Come on, somebody. The cloud started to move and you're trailing behind. I don't know about you, but if I want to get under the cloud, I don't want to follow the crowd. I want to follow the cloud. You say, Marcus, I'm not seeing the outpouring in my life. I'm not seeing the rain. Get under the cloud. Marcus, I'm not feeling on fire. Follow the fire. Come on, you got to follow the fire into your secret place, in your house church. Listen, people, y'all been asking me, Marcus, when y'all starting a house church? I ain't starting a house church. I'm in a house church. Come on, I'm in a house church that I'm not leading. That's amazing. We've got amazing leaders in this church. Can you say amen? amen. What am I saying? I'm saying I, we went to the house church because we prayed, Holy Spirit, do you want us to start one? And we felt like Holy Spirit said, no, I want you to submit yourself under one. Come on. The best leaders are the best followers. And I want to follow wherever he's saying, because guess what? He will move and he will take us into beautiful places. There are seasons of crushing and pressing. But listen, I would rather be under the pressing with a covering over me than being in the pressing of the world with no covering from Holy Spirit. And so we ended up taking a trip. God divinely provided for us going to there and from there. And just like Holy Spirit does, he was confirming different things. I left, the, we left Abide for a year. And in the time that I left Abide for a year, me and Gio barely spoke. But during that time, the Lord was speaking to both of us about of matter of fact, I think we texted like one time. Like, how you doing, bro? God bless you, man. And like, we were speaking to both of us about House of Prayer. And I came back and I'm like, prayer that's it that's all i'm doing and the lord was speaking the same thing and here we are 42 hours a week mothers fathers parents homeschool kids people in the military come on so people literally giving themselves full time to being in this room it's not because we're great people it's because holy spirit said and i want to follow that leading because it is an adventure you ever had you ever had a fun story to tell because holy spirit led you to some crazy situation i remember this one time me and ryan over there where are you at ryan me and ryan we were praying like we felt holy spirit say go down to ebor and preach the gospel and so we go down to ebor and we're like man i don't like what do we do do we just walk up to people like do i like you know find a person limping and just start to pray from a distance like do i buy somebody a drink like what do i do right <laughs> i didn't do that praise the lord i didn't do it i didn't do it and so me and ryan were sitting there and this guy walks up to us He said, he came up to us. He looked like he was homeless. And he said, whoa, you guys are warriors. I said, amen. I said, no, man, you got the wrong guys. We just chilling. He said, no, y'all are warriors for God. And he said, you came out here because God told you to preach the gospel and you don't know what to do. He said, but if you would just take one step of faith and say one word, Holy Spirit will give you the rest. And he started preaching to us. I'm like, my God, you need to be doing this, bro. He's like, Holy Spirit will bring you before them. He'll give you every word. He'll bring you to remembrance. I'm like, hey. I said, can you help us? He said, no. (laughs) Look, this is the best part, though. He said all that. We felt so encouraged. The man walked off and he disappeared. I don't mean he disappeared as if he got lost in the crowd. There was a crowd of like four people. He walked, and that's not even a crowd, that's just a, a group. He walked to the group of four people, and he literally disappeared. I believe it was an angel. Come on, Hebrews 13 says you better be mindful how you talk to people. You better be mindful how you treat people. You've got angels in your presence, and you don't even know it. I'm saying, Holy Spirit, make me sensitive to every angel you put in my way so I can hear your voice more clearly. Come on. I want to be sensitive to every angel, every vision, every dream. But what I've realized is you got to clear the path and only go where he's saying. Acts chapter 16, Paul was trying to go preach in Asia. You know what Holy Spirit said? Nah, dog. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, don't go there. <laughs> He said he forbade them to go into Asia. There was another town. It started with a B, and I don't know how to say it. And he wanted to go there. Holy Spirit forbade him. You know what happened after Holy Spirit said no two times? Paul had a dream. Paul had a dream. We call it the Macedonian call. And he said, now I know where I'm supposed to go. I want to tell you, if you step out too far because you want your will more than you want his will... You're going to miss out on dreams and visions. You want to know the key to receiving dreams and visions from the Lord and the words that will guide your path. The voice behind you saying this is the way walking it. It is waiting until you know it's the Lord and going forth. And when you wait on the Lord, dreams and visions begin to come forth. Come on. You're saying, Lord, I want to dream. But you listen, you've got to be aware that the decisions that I make affect my dream life. The decisions that I make affect my visual into the spirit realm. And I want to be the one that is open to hearing and seeing and following everything that he's doing. I want to be like Jesus who said, after getting the presence of the Holy Spirit, if it goes into the wilderness, it goes into the wilderness. If it goes to the palace, it goes to the palace. I love that Holy Spirit. He proved to Jesus that he was with him, and then he led him into the wilderness. And you're like, well, Marcus, it seems like he, he led Jesus to be tempted. No, he led Jesus into battle. I want to tell you, there's situations where you feel like, Holy. I know, I know the Lord said to do this. I know Holy Spirit led me. I've got X amount, this, this, and this. The Lord said all this. I prayed on it for this amount of time. I know. You ever been fully in the will of God and everything is crumbling? Yeah. Everything that can go wrong is going wrong. And it's in those moments that the Lord is using Holy Spirit to teach you how to pray and to teach you how to cling on to the word and teach you how to do spiritual battle. Come on. No more soft saints in the church. We need people that know how to wield the word of the Lord. Listen, we've got every part of the armor. If we're not careful, we will put on every part of the Ephesians 6 armor but the sword of the spirit. That's the one weapon you got to swing back. You better pick that thing up. Come on, somebody. And so Jesus was wielding, being led by Holy Spirit. He was in the wilderness, wielding the sword of the Lord and pushing back the enemy. You say, I'm in a wilderness season. Everything's going wrong. You better learn how to swing that thing, girl. You better learn how to swing that thing because this is where life comes from. Jesus said this, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. His word is spirit and life. It is alive and active. It is sharper than any double-edged sword. And what does Holy Spirit do? He guides us into all truth. Come on. And he glorifies Jesus. Can I tell you, you are no closer to the Holy Spirit, not when you're praying in tongues super loud and trying to impress everybody, when you're deep in the word. Holy Spirit wants to bring revelation in his word to you so that you will understand the fullness of the power and the beauty of Jesus and follow him wholeheartedly. Can we say amen? I'm willing, I'm willing to go anywhere he says. And I'm willing, to, I'm willing for him to bring anybody he has to bring. Because Holy Spirit has send the Gentiles to the Peters. He'll send the ones that I'm not supposed to be around. He'll send the ones that we shouldn't be in t- together in public because it makes my image look bad. Well, don't you know I'm a minister? Don't you know I got a business? I can't be seen with these type of people. Jesus has been seen by wor- with worse people than some of us ever will. Come on. And Peter is led in a vision that he received in a trance and a vision from a Gentile that said, come to me, come and preach the gospel. He begins to preach the gospel. The whole room gets full of the Holy Spirit in the middle of his message. I don't know if his message was really good or if it was really bad. Like, it was so good they got filled with the Holy Spirit or it was so bad the got. said, I got you, bro. Like, let me just take it from here. All I know is what would have happened to that man's entire family line if Peter did not become aware to Holy Spirit leading him in his vision. It says he was up at the moment of prayer, the time of prayer. Team, you can go ahead and go up. We're going to finish here in a second. And Holy Spirit began to speak. And it was uncomfortable. Peter didn't necessarily want to be in a room full of Gentiles. And God had to show him, I'm doing something that you could never even imagine. It's bigger than your little message could do. It's bigger than your little offering can do. God uses everything we have, but what he wants to do is bigger than we can do in that in which in ourselves, in and of ourselves. Can you say amen? And if there's one thing I realize is God will bring the most offensive people to speak the most prophetic messages to me. You ever have somebody give you a word? and you know it's the lord but you just don't like who he sent to give you the word you're like bro don't be talking to me right now i know it's the lord he's using you so i'm just going to lift my eyes up while you give me this word because i don't feel like looking at you right now me and you got beef holy spirit wants to break the division in the church can we say amen listen i want to hear every word holy spirit has to say no matter who it comes from no matter where it comes from, and no matter how. Listen, every single word you get from the Lord isn't always going to be cute and fluffy and make you giggle. Come on. He gives some hard words sometimes. Why? So that out of it may come life. You know what Holy Spirit does? Jesus said, Holy Spirit, He's going to come and convict the world of sin and of righteousness. I want to walk into the righteousness. If I'm going to walk into the righteousness, I've got to walk out of the sin. Every single word that proceeds from Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus. I don't know about you, but those are the words that I want to hear. The radio ain't got nothing to offer me. Come on. Hulu, Netflix, YouTube ain't got nothing to offer me. YouTube does because it got worship on there. Praise the Lord. Instagram, Twitter, threads. Come on, somebody. It ain't got nothing to offer me. I want to lean into Holy Spirit. I want to ask you, how clear are your ears? Can you hear him? Marcus, I haven't heard him in a while let me give you a tip what was the last thing he said and why didn't you obey it this is not condemnation this is the lord setting us right i really truly believe the lord in this moment right now is looking to usher us into a new season of power presence and peace you say how do i know that holy spirit's in my life and he's leading me power presence peace The peace that surpasses all understanding. The presence that resides on you in your home wherever you go. You can feel his tangible presence. You can hear him speaking and the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, can you say power? Power. You know that signs and wonders will follow those who believe, right? Jesus said, listen, don't worry about the kingdom. Just worry about this. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. Come on, stand to your feet. Holy Spirit. He's going to give us power. And I want to uh, align my life. I want to align my life in a way that I'm not listening to the ones that are trying to bring me down. But I'm listening to the one that's leading me into life. One more story. I remember this one time I was with a friend. This was not the most positively influencing friend. And I remember that friend, he, he led me to this abandoned house. And he said, let's start throwing rocks at it. So me being a dumb kid, I start throwing rocks at it. And it's like, you know, getting into the evening time and suddenly like a helicopter flies over us. And I'm like young enough where I think, oh, snap, that's the police. They're coming to get us. And so I remember running and hiding in a bush thinking, how did I get here? How did I? You ever been in a situation where you said, how did I get here? Yeah, I'm self, I'm like self-incriminating myself. My mom's in the building and I'm like sharing all the bad stories. Your mama ever tell you, you're too old to get whooped? I'm too old to get whooped. I'm not too old to get whooped, but I am too fast. Come on, somebody. Heisman. <laughs> I just want us to just take a moment and examine our lives and say, Lord, where am I? Some of us, were in this room. Why don't you just, begin to, why don't you just close your eyes just focus on the Lord? We're going to begin to pray, and then we're going to invite you guys to come down. But I just want to, I feel the Lord saying to take a few moments here and just assess where we are. Maybe you're in this room and you say, man, I haven't felt the presence of the Lord, Holy Spirit, in a while maybe you're in this room and you say man like we're good i had a three-hour cry session went in the word before i even came to church your message is boring marcus praise the lord holy spirit preaches better than i ever will but just in this moment if we could just take a few moments let's just internally look at ourselves ask holy spirit would you just illuminate illuminate every area of my life illuminate every area of my soul my heart my will my emotions So, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you that you're here. We thank you that you're with us. And we thank you that you are faithful, Holy Spirit. You are a nearer and a dearer friend. You stick closer than a brother. You reside with us and in us. And you are faithful to be with us. So, Lord, just even in this moment, we just open up our hearts to you. We say, Holy Spirit, just begin to sweep through our hearts right now. If there's any area that we need to repent of, that we need to turn away from so that we can walk into greater life. We just ask, would you illuminate that right now? In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we call on you now. Would you rise from within us? Would you speak to us? Would you illuminate? We ask for the Spirit of Revelation to reveal every area of our hearts what i love about holy spirit is when he comes with any sort of conviction he doesn't point the finger and and come angrily he comes gently and there's something beautiful about the gentle conviction of the holy spirit that makes us joyfully enter into life and in repentance i want to tell you repentance is not a curse word it's beautiful i want to tell you if you're in the room right now and you know that holy spirit is prompting you to do something Go somewhere, speak to someone, or change some area of your life. Say, Holy Spirit, give me the strength to obey. Philippians 2, it says that he puts in us a desire to work in will according to his pleasure. So if you say, Holy Spirit, I hear what you're saying and I want to do it because you said it, but I don't want to do it. Say, Holy Spirit, would you change my desires? Would you change my desires? Come on, y'all sing for a few moments. We're gonna open up the altars in a moment. I just want to take us a few few moments here just ask the Lord, search my heart, oh God. Psalm 139, search my heart, oh God. Try me, see if there's any wicked way within me. Lead me down paths everlasting. Holy Holy Spirit, we thank you for the beauty, the beauty of the revelation that you bring to us. We thank you that you are gentle as a dove. Thank you that you are a comforter. And overturn any area you need to overturn. We just ask for the breath of life to breathe on every dry bone, every dry heart, every dry home. As you will bring life, bring life and peace in Jesus' name. We thank you that you are leading us into life, into joy, into peace, into godliness, and into power. Lord, we just ask that you would meet us right now in this moment in Jesus' name. I just want to invite you all over the room. If you just want to, if you feel like you need to encounter Holy Spirit in any way, if you want to, if you need to, you need prayer as you repent, if you need prayer to step in faith and boldness, or if you just want to respond to the prompting of Holy Spirit. Or if you say, I just want to hear Holy Spirit in a clear way. I just want to ask you, would you just come forward now? We're going to have our, our shepherds and our pastors. We're going to begin to pray and believe that the Lord's going to break in. You say, I just want to respond to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, the joy and the delight of responding to his pulling. One of the greatest ways we grow in fellowship with the Holy Spirit is responding to every prompting that he puts on our hearts. So Lord, we say make a sensitive." This isn't about being in a show. We're not trying to impress anybody. We're not trying to be embarrassed by anybody. We're just saying, Lord, we just want to join with the family of faith. We want to join with the family of faith. We just want to ask that you would lead us, Holy Spirit. Those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So Father, in Jesus' name, we ask for the Romans 8 leadership of Holy Spirit, the leadership that pulls us out of the things holding us in, the leadership that leads us into joy. Father, I just even ask right now that Holy Spirit, that you will bring a peace that surpasses all understanding, that you will bring a peace that breaks confusion, and that brings revelation and clarity in Jesus' name. Come on, if that's you, just come on down here. Shepherds in the room, come down to help us pray.
2: Pray for, we're going to continue to pray. Um, on Monday night, my wife had a dream that I just felt was important for today. In the dream, we were in our home, and as she looked outside, there were children outside, which could have represented many things, but the children were being wrapped up by snakes. And the, the snakes were, were constricting, and pre- it was pressure. And so they would crush the person and then eat them which was was, was a crazy dream. But then my daughter walks in right Monday morning, right after the dream, and she walks in with her little pink cell phone that's not real. She said, mommy, I talked to my friends and they told me about the snakes. Not the ones that bite, the ones that wrap you up. Twice she said the same thing. And I just felt like there's this assignment of the enemy to just bring pressure. And it's just this overwhelming pressure of life it may not be even a sin thing. It just may be too much that's causing you to feel suffocated. And I feel like the Lord is highlighting that for us to partner and pray for anyone that just feels this immense suffocation of life. Like I just can't. It wasn't a bite. It was, it was this pressing that was causing the life to leave. So if that's you, would you just raise up a hand? I, I really feel this. We just want to pray. I would that, that any person would leave. Right here, anyone else? right here we just want to pray for just a moment we'll continue to pray just lift it up if that's you back there juan just can we just gather on keep it up till somebody comes we want to pray over this really quick amy in the back run it right behind you right here hey ronnie can you pray for amy right behind you right here father in jesus name can everybody just find somebody please in jesus name god we pray grace over these situations and circumstances god God, we thank you that no weapon formed against any person in this room would prosper we thank you god that the enemy's tactic has been exposed and god you will give grace and you will give strength and you god will supply all that is needed to stand in this season when we don't know what to do but stand we say stand And that the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit would come into every situation, every heart, every spirit, and strengthen you. We thank you, Father, that you see, you know, and you respond. So we pray over every heart right now that feels overwhelmed and suffocated and anxious. We say, peace be still to every storm to every impossibility to every circumstance we say grace 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 over every heart we thank you for the gift of conviction but it is your goodness that leads us to repentance so we pray that the goodness of God would be on full display in every life and every circumstance that every bit of demonic oppression would go and you would be loosed in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over every mind and every heart and every soul, every spirit. Even now, we declare you will not leave the same, that weight and that burden and that disconnect we thank you father for restoring and renewing and refreshing we thank you for fresh direction and fresh life and passion the room if god is touching speaking to you just remain but we bless you we just ask you to honor those who are being touched in the altars at this moment if anybody needs prayer we will be up here not that nobody needs to leave today without getting prayer or feeling alone we're here to pray for you come find one of us we love you bless you we will see you next week billy humphrey will be here with us it'll be an amazing sunday and we'll see you if you're going to be a part of the school meeting it'll be next door in the fellowship
1: hall maybe in about 10 minutes or so.